This episode of the Astro Powder Podcast is brought to you by Gamma. Synchronized monitoring and control of your entire automated process is the core of Gamma's Magic Control 4.0 data management systems. With options like line management, offering deeper insight into productivity and consumption, or energy management, allowing you to monitor and save both energy and air consumption, or batch management, offering tracking of powder used to coat production batches. Gamma provides the very best in technology and connectivity for smarter factory automation. To learn more about Gamma's Magic Control 4.0 data management systems, visit completeitwithgamma.com. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with Gamma. Hey, all you powder coating fans. Welcome to episode seven of the Ask Joe Powder Podcast. Thank you for taking time to join us. I'm your host, Joe Powder, aka Kevin Biller, and with me is my esteemed colleague and powder coating formulator dude extraordinaire, Nathan. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're broadcasting from the Powder Coating Research Group Studios in Columbus, Ohio. And so you know, this Ask Joe Powder podcast is here to bring you news and technical know-how to the global powder coating community. Want to get it rolling? Uh, yeah, but before we do, Nate, I'd like to give a shout-out to Mike Withers of Exalta Powder Coatings. He's been appointed to the Powder Coating Institute's Board of Directors. Uh, he's filling a vacancy which became available with the retirement of another really great powder coating guy, Ron Cudzillo. Uh, Mike has been in the powder coating industry for over 20 years and has been a member of uh, the PCI since starting at Exalta in 2013. He's been heavily involved with PCI's Education Committee, the Technical Committee, and is chair of the Promotions Committee. He's a qualified speaker for PCI's workshops, and he speaks annually at the Powder Coating Technical Conference. So congratulations, Mike. Your contribution is going to be uh, excellent uh, for the Board of Directors. We look forward to the work that you're going to do. All right, now some news in our Guess What segment. It looks like uh, PPG announced that they're doing some significant broad restructuring um, to reduce its global cost structure. They cited weakened global economic conditions stemming from the COVID-19 pandemic and the related pace of recovery in a few end-use markets, along with further opportunities to optimize supply chain and functional costs. It includes a voluntary separation program that was offered in the U.S. and Canada. These measures will enable the company to come out of the crisis with lower structural costs. PPGs witnessed strong demand for architectural do-it-yourself coatings, aerospace applications for military programs, and packaging coatings, but it's been more than offset by soft demand for commercial aerospace, automotive OEM and refinish, architectural do-it-for-me, and certain general industrial coating end uses. They say in aggregate, the company's sales volume were lower versus the prior year in April by about 
and it's looking a little bit better through the month of May with the aggregate sales down by 30% versus 2019, but that's still a you know pretty significant drop off there. Wow. And in other news, Polychem launches their Open Throttle Powder. It's a one-stop shop for all job shop vehicle refinishing powder needs. It's designed with hot rods, alloys, motorcycles, and automotive refinishing in mind. Open Throttle offers an exciting collection of 32 stocked quality powders available in five-pound minimums. Using their signature polyester technology, Open Throttle features a range of powders that includes primers and clears, candy colors, neons, translucents, and popular neutrals that can be used on wheels, bikes, and beyond. You can find product information, color videos, troubleshooting tips, and contact information all on their website, which you can also get a free color card and sample rings while you're there. So what gets you mad this week, Joe? Okay. All right, powder coating fans. I I don't know if everybody's going to agree with me, but you asked me what gets me mad. (laughs) Here's what's been on my mind. The Pollyannas who think that the COVID pandemic is being overblown and that everything will return to normal soon. I mean, really. The world has been turned upside down by this insidious virus, and the medical field is yet to find a vaccine. And not that we should expect one shortly, but some of these deluded types think that it's just another strain of the flu and that businesses should have been open rather than taking the cautious but reasonable route of protecting their employees and customers by practicing social distancing, serious hygiene and disinfecting measures, and by limiting the exposure to this largely unknown killer. And also, some people think everything will be back to normal soon. Well, guess again. I've talked with various sectors of the powder coating supply chain, including raw material suppliers, powder coating producers, equipment manufacturers, and powder coating applicators. They all report anywhere from a 30 to 50% reduction in business since the COVID virus hit. Unfortunately, we we are in this for the long haul, and many sectors and industry will be altered forever, and still others may vanish completely. So be smart, stay safe, and help your fellow humans through these unprecedented times. All right, powder coating fans, it's time for the Q&A portion of our podcast. All right, our first question comes from Pratik in Mumbai. He says, Dear Joe Powder, I want to develop polyester-based powder coatings for an auto OEM application. The customer requires 500 hours gasoline resistance. How do I improve gasoline resistance? Hey, Pratik. Hey, um, greetings, and, and, and thanks for your question from Mumbai. Uh, your question's a very good one, and it certainly is a challenge. My first suggestion is not to formulate a polyester, but instead a polyester urethane powder coating. Polyurethanes inherently have better chemical resistance than their straight polyester counterparts. In addition, you can vary the urethane content of the formula by adjusting the hydroxyl number of the polyester you use in your formula. 
Higher hydroxyl number polyesters require a higher content of urethane crosslinker, which in turn gives you better chemical resistance. And chemical resistance is what you need to achieve the 500 hours of gasoline resistance. So first choice, first recommendation would be to formulate a polyurethane. However, if you feel you must stick with a straight polyester, you can increase the chemical resistance with a higher than usual acid value polyester. Formulators will know that acid functional or carboxyl functional polyester resins have an acid value which is in the neighborhood of 30 to 35. If you use a polyester with a higher acid value, say somewhere around 50, maybe 50 to 55, this will increase the concentration of the crosslinker and this will give you the higher chemical resistance. That being said, I'm not sure that'd be good enough for 500 hours of gasoline resistance, so you're going to have to check it for yourself. Anyway, good luck, Pratik. Best regards, Joe Powder. All right, let's take a minute and hear a word from our sponsor. Gamma's Optiflex Pro Manual Gun uses Power Boost technology, which gives you the industry's highest charging power at 110,000 volts and 110 microamps, allowing for faster and more efficient powder coating. We're handing you more power, more quality, and more control. For a demonstration, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877-437-6771. And be sure to mention, Ask Joe sent me. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with Gamma. All right, and we've actually gotten a few questions uh, about the same topic, so I'll just fire off a couple of them and see what your thoughts are here. They're having to do with particle size. So the first one from John in Clinton, Iowa. He says, Dear Joe, we coat wire shelving and baskets. We're using a, an epoxy polyester hybrid powder. As the product line is 95% welded wire assemblies, is there a particle size that would lend itself to consistency of film thickness on the wire and the flat surfaces? We currently experience high film build on the wire surfaces to assure specified film requirements on the flat substrate. I know this is a phenomenon of electrostatics. Will a particular particle size help? And then a, just a more general question here from Kaleem Muhammad in Ontario, Canada. He says, hey, Joe, just wondering what would be the best particle size distribution for any powder and how powder charging is related to the powder volume. All right, so we got two questions. We got one that was uh, relatively specific from John uh, regarding uh optimizing the application of powder coatings to wire shelving, which is a, a very large consumer of powder coatings. And then a general question from Kaleem in Ontario, Canada. And really, the answer is going to be pretty much the same. So here, let's talk about particle size distribution. The particle size distribution of a powder coating is critical to successful application. I'm going to say the best, and these that was air quotes, my friends, the best particle size depends on what you're coating and how thick you intend to coat the item. For example, if you're trying to coat something around 2 mils 
or 50 microns, a median particle size diameter of about 35 to 40 microns is a good place to start. But, as you probably notice, I didn't say particle size, I said particle size distribution being critical. So it's very important to consider the distribution, not just the median particle size. It's critical to avoid a high concentration of fines or small particles. And to define fines, they're particles that are less than 10 microns in diameter. In general, it's best to have a concentration less than 8% of fines. And the reason for this, fines can cause a number of problems. First, by their nature, they make it difficult to fluidize uh, powder because fines have a tendency to agglomerate, which makes it difficult to fluidize the powder. And difficulty with fluidization interferes with the transport performance through the system hoses. Fines also have a tendency to overcharge. By that, I mean they attain a high charge-to-mass ratio, and that makes film build difficult, especially in tight inside corners, which uh, we, we commonly call Faraday cages. The other thing that fines can do is, because of the high surface area, they can absorb moisture, which causes all kinds of trouble with uh, application. So... Have I convinced you that fines are bad news for powder coatings? Okay, now look at the other side of the particle size distribution spectrum. And large particles, those that are greater than 100 microns, can also cause problems. These boulders have trouble making it to the substrate because they're high mass. Gravity takes over and pulls them to the bottom of your booth, which is going to reduce your transfer efficiency. The ones that actually make it to your part may cause an increase in texture. And finally, okay, if we want to talk about texture, if you're looking at a textured powder coating, then you probably would want coarser particle size. And depending on the type of texture, the median particle size may be as high as 70 to 80 microns, and the portion greater than 100 microns uh, might be up to 5 to 10%. Regardless of what your application is, paying close attention to particle size distribution is critical to get the transfer efficiency, performance, and appearance of your coating that, that you need. Hope this answers your questions, uh, John and Kaleem. Thanks for those questions. Kind regards, Joe. Before we wrap up, let's fill you in on some upcoming events. And the last couple episodes, we haven't really been talking about upcoming events because everything has been changing. Everything has been just getting bumped back. But we actually have some real, you know, concrete information for once. Here we have the DSCT Focus uh, Conference in Plymouth, Michigan. has been rescheduled again, but now they are scheduling it for the 6th of May, 2021, so Hopefully everything is going to be uh, in the in the clear by then. The Middle East coding show also rescheduled again, and that one also 2021, uh, 15th through 17th of June in Dubai. 
All right, we're still planning on holding the Powder Coating Summit in September of this year. That's also paired with there's a the Powder Coating Kitchen, which is a formulators course. The two days leading up to the summit, which would be the 22nd, 23rd, and then the summit taking place the 24th and 25th of September in Columbus, Ohio. We also received confirmation that the Paint Expo in Germany is confirmed to be a go from the 12th through 15th of October of this year, 2020. Thanks for that update, Nate. Okay, fans, tune in next time when we tackle Reclaim Powder Transfer Efficiency and How to Powder Coat Your Porcelain Enamel Throne the Color Pink. You can find Joe Powder in Powder Coated Tough Magazine, PPCJ, which is Polymer Paint and Color Journal, and also Finishing Flash, which you can find at Paint and Coatings Industries uh, website, which is part of the BNP uh, Media Group. All right, and you can find us online at askjoepowder.com. If you have a question for the show, you can send us an email at askjoepowder at yahoo.com, or you can leave a message on our voicemail. That's 1-478-2-ASK-JOE or 1-478-227-5563. This has been a production of the Powder Coating Research Group. Our original music, recording, and editing is done by Nick Page. Para bailar la bomba, se necesita una poca de gracia. And keep your powder dry. Thank you for listening to the Ask Joe Powder Podcast. This episode was brought to you by Gama. Whether you're the shop manager, system engineer, or powder coder, once you decide to make Gama an integral part of your shop, you'll understand how simple it is to be so productive. For a demonstration, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877-437-6771. And be sure to mention, Ask Joe sent me. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with Gamma. Nice. All right. <laughs> That's about 22 minutes? No. You did a good job over there, bud. I don't know what that was. Uh, you care to translate it for us before we publish it? <laughs> <laughs> to dance La Bamba, you need a little bit of grace. Okay. Cool. That's awesome. <laughs> Usually they say, Para bailar La Bamba, se necesito una poca de gracia. Sounds funny when you say deadpan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, put that to music, Nick. Cool. Oh, yeah, you weren't recording that last part, were you? I hope so. Yes, 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 please. No comment? Oh, I muted my phone. I told nobody to call until. (laughs) You texted everybody. I got got that message. He's telling the truth. Yeah, I was just like, I. Thought it was a porcelain throne, not a porcelain enamel throne. I had porcelain throne. I <laughs> I thought that was a crappy description. <laughs> Got it. <clears throat> Need a sip of water.